Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And this is Side Note. A podcast where every episode we tell stories about and then debate a controversial topic. And then we research and splice in all the science and mind-blowing information throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. Today we are talking about juuling, which is inhaling nicotine through the most popular e-cigarette in the world called the Juul. We're going to talk about the first time we ever smoked, our experiences with nicotine and chewing tobacco, and then we're going to get into a heated debate about whether or not juuling is actually a good or bad thing for society. Today's side notes will be presented by myself, Greg, Mitch, and Rachel. Hey friends, let's get into it. Just keep... Breathe in, breathe in. Oh, oh you got it. Oh, what? you took my. Oh, you didn't bait. think I would get the bait of like the literal two notes of one of the greatest songs of the year? Yeah, I got it. Whoa, <laughs> big words! You think it's one of the greatest songs of the year? I actually do. Like breathing my Ariana Grande. If you didn't know, it's breathe in, not breathing. No, but I had like a twang. I breathe in. Yeah, I didn't say the G. Don't <laughs> accuse me of that. No, I just think it's a great song. If you listen to it with like good headphones, yeah, and the fact that they drop the music at the one part where she starts singing like the the chorus uh it's so good and it builds it builds so well more by those songwriters it's the same songwriters who did into you which uh, is another amazing also, song yeah. okay. and then it's like just work with them don't work with pharrell i mean i love pharrell like, but like great message ariana like breathing like it's true like we just all breathe. just gotta get through it and yeah. like anxiety's real i love her twitter right like recently like she just like she is, is spitting out hilarious little tweets and i'm just like on her side and like oh pete davidson's so annoying i'm so happy that's over and like Ugh. yes i mean hopefully in the next week they don't get back together when this comes yeah. out but into it comment corner. comment of the day comes from jane splurk i thought it was a comment corner oh it is a comment corner of the day of the day uh, in the corner of at the day. jay splurky on twitter interesting says, my thoughts are if anyone is using it astrology for anything other than v light entertainment i'm not interested in talking to them has someone told astrologers that constellations are a 2d representation of 3d star locations they Whoa. only work from this vantage point hashtag side note podcast yes full agreement there so this is from based a comment based on our astrology episode last week mm -hmm. in line with very much in line with you for sure that that was yeah. part of my point i never really thought about that yeah like and those constellation and positions in moving. 3D space yeah. would have been moving through time so do huh. astrologers take that into consideration i don't think so 
Yeah, I would assume not. Actually, now I get, I, I'm sort of piecing it together. I get like everything's moving. Yeah. In a variety of ways. And the way we see it is just one perspective that and the actually, stars are and constantly changing. And light takes so long to get to Earth that literally those stars are may not even oh be there. God. They yeah. literally may not be there. Wow. Okay, but that, but still, their physical forces would like even That's if they're far true. away. Like gravity travels. Yeah, at, it would take a while for gravity to go away before the star went. Still, very good point. Thanks for that comment. That's Thanks, interesting. Jane. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay, so what I learned this week, I uh, I, I realize you start everything with okay, so <laughs> okay, so that's okay. so rude. No, I just uh, that's what I learned this week actually. <laughs> no. Well, wait, doesn't everyone do that? Probably. It's a okay, thing. So, yeah. No, it's all right. I just I just noticed it. And it wasn't meant Wait, to be don't you do it too? I try because I catch myself doing that. I try to find a different way to just like jump right into it or just like, you know. Uh, what's a different phrase? I remember Grace and Mamie Hart saying that they like they when they did their like travel series that that's like what the editor said. They're like every single time we edit out okay, a so. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so such a good word to be like, so, here we are. Yeah, and then the- it's like you just got rid of the so and yeah. then it all just works. <laughs> try it, Greg. Just pretend we're starting the segment. Oh, I act. What do you mean? Oh my god! This week I learned. Great. But we just had a jingle that said that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just jump into it. So, (laughs) oh my god! Like you can't do it, can you? Wait. Okay. Just Ah! say. You just say. Today I today I found out that I wait I didn't even find it out today. Oh my god, I'm literally panicking. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, is that okay? Greg is full beat red right now. So Bill Gates of the oh my god, Bill Gates of the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation, also the guy who invented Microsoft. Um, Okay. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm freaking You're out. fine. Okay, let's breathe. Breathe in and breathe in. Just like Ari said. Okay, you got it. Bill and Melinda Gates. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. I'm not going to call you out on it. Just let it go. I'm, I'm realizing it's very difficult. They <laughs> can't. Okay, you go first. You go wow. first. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, so I said so. This week I learned. Um, something that's really related today to today's episode, uh, a report came out about the U.S. cigarette smoking rates, which have reached a record low since data collection began in 1965. Hashtag um, uh, So it's down to 14% from around 40% in the mid-60s, but that's when they just like started collecting data, so it could have been high, much higher before that when smoking first came out and was like really trendy. Um, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting fact and pretty cool that it's like uh these methods to cut back on smoking whether it's like smoking in public and advertising for smoking have obviously worked over the last like 50 years or so yeah and i mean it's like now we know that it really kills you it's I, awful it's true it's really <laughs> bad they they did say something about i was reading the report and it said 2.1 percent of people use vaporizers so that's on top of that 14 percent that feels really low, low? To yeah me. so this was just a it well, was I a mean, survey when's of like this survey that, done like, it was maybe like vaping is getting more, more, more popular i feel like every day. every every day every month it's more popular and but it was still like tens of thousands of people that were surveyed so who knows? I don't want to disagree, like I, just because I feel that way. But I, I am a little skeptical about of that. Because I see so many vapes on the street; they're everywhere. But um, that's anecdotal. Now let's try this again, okay. Greg. What did oh, you learn God. this week? Bill Gates. I'm just gonna like fly through. I'm like Bill Gates invented a sweet toilet. Okay, let's move on. No, what <laughs> no. toilet did he? Bill invent? Gates is super into these new. They're not even really new in that like. The way it's described makes you think they exist already, but they don't. He's really wanting to create these toilets that will take your P 
pee, urine, and your feces, poo, and turn it into usable water, fertilizer, and then actually using electrochemical technology, take out the hydrogen to create hydrogen gas as energy. So essentially, when you go to the bathroom, no longer is it just waste with fresh water being used. There's no fresh water used. You create fresh water, you create fertilizer, and you create energy. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's possible, but it... It's like going like to take a long time. In what? Yeah. In what realm? Like, is well, it just right now they cost of hundreds of thousand dollars to make, and so the and obviously I think he's a smart philanthropist and philanthropo philanthropocene. Philanthropist. Oh my Jesus, Craig. <laughs> Philanthropist. <laughs> he's a really he's a smart philanthropist. <laughs> okay, you got it. Uh, and so he's thinking about the economics of it, like China, for example huge amounts of people live there and there's lots of they have actually a lot of in the rural areas issues with sanitation so mm-hmm. that's going to probably be the country that's going to economically start to evolve these and really create like right. practical uses although right now in china there's this other economy of trying to make like the sickest toilet which has like flat screen tvs and like face processing on the to, toilet yeah yeah so <laughs> like, i think that's what he's saying he's like no we need to try and create something that's, that's like energy like, efficient mm-hmm. but there are the when they say toilet industry chinese people are also thinking an industry being like well let's also make a sick like toilet. toilet yeah so there's like well, hey, lots of things happening yeah maybe the luxury industry can also help subsidize the creation of these exactly and bill ones. gates is hoping to more focus on the side that involves That's energy amazing. and then make them small enough cheap enough to then go to the majority world and hopefully actually make a difference because 2.4 billion, billion people yeah, a third we- of the world doesn't have access to clean sanitation 500,000 kids die every year from cholera and diarrhea related to that and 233 billion dollars is wasted due to cholera and diarrhea because of health costs and like losing work and like the cost of people dying so it's like it actually like obviously when he thinks about it he's like we can fix that economically it makes sense to put the investment in because it saves so it would be awesome to like you know Take a lot of pee pee, take a lot of poo poo, and create some energy and fresh water. And he's yeah. drank the fresh water famously. It's like it's it's drinkable. But Rachel and I were well, talking I about mean, earlier. Hey, it's gross. In space, they recycle their pee and stuff to drink. So yeah, exactly. It can, it's possible. It's possible. Poo is maybe a little more complicated, but still possible. <laughs> poo, I'm sure. Poo is more complicated. <laughs> that is for sure. Story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. Today we are talking about juuling. Oh my god. What's juuling for anyone who jewelry. doesn't know? It is a really cool type of vape <laughs> that looks like a USB. I'm speaking like as a, I have no idea. You I'm just trying to be cool. It's but a I've, I've seen them and I know tobacco. kids love them. Yeah, it's a way to get nicotine into your body more efficiently that kids, kids, I say that like, I'm assuming 11 years old and up are getting into, which is bad. You have to be 21 Not in just America. Kids. I'm sure there's plenty of like juuling we're yes. using as a subtopic for vaporizing cigarettes. Yeah, sixty percent of vaporizers sold in the US are jewels. Okay. And they're so that's what we're talking about. Yeah, today. and they're made by Pax, a company that makes a vape that we use to smoke weed. Oh. They sold that company to a Japanese company and then started jeweling. So they obviously know like they're really smart business people. Yeah. And they're really, really tiny and they come in flavors like mango. And cigarette smoke is one of the flavors. That's Disgusting. Okay, I guess some I people know. like like that. It might help you transition from. I, I think that that's like the purpose. Okay, is it? What's your story about? So this? my story. I'm thinking about you know when I think of nicotine, I think about a drug that I never really got into, and I think it's probably because the first time that I ever smoked a cigarette was a very awful time. So when I was walking with my friend Ian McCurcher to smoke a cigarette 
very nervously, very excited, thinking, you know, in grade nine, this is going to change my life. I'm all of a sudden going to be cool. Oh, like, did you know you were going to go do it? Yeah. Like, let's go smoke. We were literally going to go smoke a cigarette in a little parkette. And it was like up the street, and me and my friend were. What's the difference between a park and a parkette? A parkette's small. Oh, it's just a little It was like, it was literally like the near a parking lot of a hospital. It was like a bench and green grass, and it was like far enough away from our houses (laughs) that we were not going to get caught. Okay, Okay. And one of our friends had a pack of cigarettes oh. and I was jazzed because I thought something crazy was going to happen mm-hmm. so we were walking in a <laughs> cigarette and I was walking up the street with my friend Ian and all of a sudden this guy came up behind me and was like give me all your money what? and like, like this story <laughs> took so, a turn yes. really fast is this story about being mugged <laughs> the story is about one of the three times I've been mugged oh so I was God. walking out the street it was dark out and this guy like was like give me all your money and I was in a super good mood going to smoke a cigarette and I turned around and was like okay I didn't know what was going on and I was young and I didn't have a prefrontal <laughs> cortex and I was like no <laughs> like what do you like I was like no and then Ian my friend was like no like there's two of us there's one of you I don't know wait did he have a weapon or he just, he didn't like, have a weapon but okay. then we heard a smash and we turned around and another guy had smashed a beer bottle that was now <gasps> broken and pointing the beer bottle his at accomplice us. his accomplice who I hadn't seen before and at this point I was like I will give you all my money now because yeah, I was yeah. like so scared I die. but yeah. my friend Ian McArthur had like solid 20s he I think at the time might have been like dealing marijuana he had money is my point oh, okay i like, all like... i had was a subway <laughs> coupon <laughs> with nine of the 10 subway stickers filled out so it like would have been a free sub like if you went to subway oh, after no. and like they, um, is that did they take that my friend Ian mcgurger was like giving over all these 20s and i kind of <laughs> felt like i was like inadequate i was like Okay, this might not seem like I'm giving you any money, but like just so you know, like you could get any sub and like this is a value. And my my it's aunt like, girl, get that chicken bacon ranch, the most expensive. I know. I was one. like, it's there are no rules. You can go every yeah. sub you want. That's like that's like me giving you ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And like they were not impressed. And I all I felt guilty that like my aunt had given me like a free Nestle watch. Like it wasn't of any value to me. I just like had it. It was like mm-hmm. silver. It looked fancy, but like I don't think it was. It said Nestle on it. Weird. So like then I was like, ooh, ooh, I have my one again. <laughs> Like you're I, getting excited because like, you're getting, like, I want to participate. I want to well, participate. Like, Ian was giving him so much money, and I just felt so. And so I gave them my watch, and they were like, um, thanks. And they ran off. So, anyways, I was. I, I was not nearly as upset as Ian was, but obviously I didn't like getting mugged. That was like the beginning of this, like, Freudian, like, this was the worst night ever. Then I go to smoke these, immediately smoke these pack of cigarettes with my friend, got to the park at. They're like, Greg, you want to try one? And I'm like, yeah, for sure, for sure. I take two inhales, I cough, I cough, and then I barf. All oh. over our feet. Like, it was like Ian, this other guy named oh Michael, and I was just God. the guy. Like, it took, it honestly was very little time before I just like vomited in like a circle. Like, we were smoking a cigarette in a circle. And <laughs> were they just, like, what's wrong with yes, you? Yes, they were just like, oh, Gre-. they were kind of like, oh, of course, Greg vomited. <laughs> like, he's the one that vomits, lol. And I was like, I just got mugged and I vomited. And I was like, cigarettes <laughs> are not for me. And then I didn't ever smoke them again. Wow. Well, I did when I was like drinking. I never smoked them like, like I didn't become a smoker. Yeah, Whereas my right, friends right. from that night forward, I uh, saw a couple of them get the nicotine kick and never looked back. Wow. So yeah, the trick is to if you're gonna smoke your cigarette, hopefully get mugged on the way, and then like through like all this like neurons in your brain will make it so that you don't enjoy the concept of smoking. Each day in the United States, more than three thousand youth aged eighteen or younger smoke their first cigarette. Isn't that wild? According to the National Survey of Drug Use and Health, nearly 90% of all adult smokers began smoking before leaving their teens. 
Though very little data is collected for kids under 12, the peak years for first trying to smoke appear to be in 6th and 7th grade, or between the ages of 11 and 13, with a lot of kids starting even earlier. And every day, more than 300 kids who have already experimented with cigarettes become new, regular, daily smokers. This is because nicotine is highly addictive, and adolescents who are still going through critical periods of growth and development are particularly vulnerable to its effects. Some will experience tobacco dependence within a day of first inhaling. So one's environment plays an integral role in whether or not someone decides to pick up a cigarette. For instance, those who have friends or parents who smoke are more likely to start smoking than those who don't. Some teens have expressed they started smoking because they thought it made them look cool or tough or that they were trying to impress a crush. A little side story, when I was 12 and my grandparents or aunt or uncles would come over to visit, I would sneak a cigarette and create a little stash. I would then hang out my bedroom window and moodily smoke. I was going through a bit of a beatnik phase where I would wear all black and drum on an upside down pot and write poetry. Needless to say, pretty freaking cool. Which brings us to the unavoidable factor. The tobacco industry's ads, price breaks, and other promotions for its products are a big influence on our society. The tobacco industry spends billions of dollars each year trying to create and market ads that show smoking as exciting and glamorous and safe and yes, cool. A 2010 study found that youth who reported having a favorite tobacco ad at the start of the study in 2003 were 50% more likely to have smoked five years later in 2008. And in 2016, cigarette and smokeless tobacco companies spent $9.5 billion on advertising and promotional expenses in the U.S. alone. That's $26 million a day. In the same year, the three most heavily advertised brands, Marlboro, Newport, and Camel, just so happened to be the preferred brands of cigarettes smoked by middle school and high school students. Getting kids to have that first cigarette is sometimes all it takes to be a customer for life. Do you remember chew or i don't know if it was called or like chew dip, like tobacco dip, yes chew or yeah, yeah, dip yeah. like there was i don't know if this happened everywhere or if it still is a thing because i'm not part of like I the bro circle it's a broy thing it's a it's, it is isn't such it a broy thing baseball is oh, that is what that baseball what players from? do? I think Ugh. so. Because they're not playing sports all day. They have to like be doing nicotine. I don't know. I should not get <laughs> okay. overheated. I don't so know. So there was like about. at least a phase in my high school where like suddenly everyone was doing dip. Like, did this happen at your school? Is that what they say? Are you doing Are dip? You, I don't know. Dipping? I don't know. Like dipping or chew. I don't know. Uh, not in my high school, but at my camp and in university, everyone started dipping. Okay. So if you don't know what it is, it's like you basically like, you walk around like this little puck that has like chewing yeah. tobacco in it. Even that's bro And the puck looks like, you know, a hubba bubba. Like what's this called when it's a bubble gum tape? You know when you get the, the gum tape? Looks like one of those. Um, but inside it, you grab some like chew or dip or whatever tobacco and you put it in Ugh. like in between your lip and your gums and i guess the premise is that like it kind of cuts it open there's and fiberglass in it that yeah cuts. gradually cuts it so everyone's doing this which is disgusting by it's the way because you have though. to yeah it's nicotine you have to spit well it's chew it's tobacco isn't it 
Yeah, yeah, sorry, but you're doing it to get a nicotine rush. Right. Yeah. Um, instead of smoking or yeah, or jeweling. With, yeah, or, or jeweling. Um, but you also have to, like, spit all the time. Um, and oh. people will carry on bottles of just, like, spit from what they were doing, like, in class. Uh, disgusting. So you never, so you never. I never tried it. It just looked absolutely disgusting. Oh. And I think it, like, ruins your teeth, by the way. And it's <laughs> like, I'm not ruining my teeth. I'm, like, the only queer boy here, and I'm going to keep these teeth fresh. You were just an Oliver. You, you knew yeah, what your future held. Is my, this is my money maker, okay? <laughs> um, so anyway, like, we're going on a field trip. So I think this is in, like, I don't know. I, I, if I said grade school, I meant high school. I think I'm in, like, grade 10 or something Dipping like that. in grade 6. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know how everyone, like, kind of conglomerates or segregates based on, like, cool levels. So, like, I'm not exactly, like, right beside what's about to happen. But, like, you know, all the cool dudes sit alone and they're all, like, Wait, where dipping. do they sit? Where are like, we? On a bus? Yeah, at the back of the bus. You know, that's, like, where the cool kids. Did you not take a bus to school? I never took a bus to oh school. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, so I took, like, a classic yellow bus to my school. Oh, my God, neat. That's so. But this so... was a field trip. So everyone kind but of But I still, honestly, like, we never, I've, like, barely ever been in a big yellow bus. That's well, a thing of the movies for it's me. It's a thing of the small town. Girl. So is it still even when you're just taking it to school? It's still cool people at the back. You get oh, nerdier yeah. to the front, like basically. And Were you in the cool middle slash older? Yeah, I think I'm like middle front. Okay, because so you don't like, want to sit right I'm not at the like front. a caner. I'm not like I need to get off, but I'm like I I feel uncomfortable being at the oh back. Oh my god! Um, and they're all just like being their cool bros, doing their dip or whatever. But I really guess one of them who's kind of like. He's like plays sports, but he's like not super cool. But I think he wants to be part of like the cool bros. Oh, I he's can think exactly the you know people I mean, in my right? house. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like the guy who you're like, they don't really, they make fun of you. But okay, fine. You're the one that didn't peak in high school and probably is the CEO right now. You know what oh, I mean? True. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he doesn't realize that like swallowing it is bad for you. And I don't fully actually understand <gasps> this, but you're not supposed to like you're supposed to spit out for a reason because well, nicotine. Like I'll get into this later in the debate is literally a poison to your body. And it's like originally used as an insecticide. So you're supposed to spit out. So after a while, this story ends similar oh. to yours, literally barfs everywhere on the bus. Because he's swallowing yeah. it. And you know, I feel like this happens in movies. It happened in front of me. He tries to get some of his barf out the window. Flies right. into <gasps> another window behind The physics him. experiment is true. <laughs> yes. So everyone's just like screaming. He's fully shamed. He's You're so running to the back of the bus to see. Oh, yeah. No, I, no I'm way too scared to go to the back of the bus. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, ah, I can't even laugh at them. You're I'm like, like boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stupid boys. Um, but yeah, it was just a disaster. I felt so bad for him. He must have, have felt you've such never shame. dipped? Never. Have you? I dipped once. No. Yeah, but I was drinking and I actually and I had the exact same thing. I got a head rush, had to put my head oh. between my legs and was like, I can't do this. I did once try a cigarette and also was like, I don't understand how anyone gets past that first smoke because it's disgusting. And it really affected me, both of them. Um, but I can only imagine that dips the same. You're just putting like nasty. It was stuff. really intense because I was older. Like when I was younger and threw up, I was like, oh, I'm in grade nine. Maybe my body, like my lungs literally aren't, aren't like fully grown. But this, I was in like university and I put it in my mouth and you kind of, it, it, it tastes not like bloody. It tastes like metallic. Yeah. And you really do taste it. And I immediately, almost immediately felt such a head rush that I, I had to like spit the whole, it actually just fell out of my mouth onto the ground. And my friend Ali, I was doing it with too, did the exact same. We just like spat it out on the ground. <laughs> and then we kind of, ha I just had a full head rush and had to put my, again, not cool. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. This is not meant for me. But people at my camp all the time, they were dipping. It's gross. And it wasn't even really 
encouraged because of like this the kids so like they thought that they were being so stealth but i was always like your bottom lip is like huge Mm -hmm. like the kids just don't know what dipping is they just think you have like a you just got punched in the bottom lip like it was so (laughs) weird yeah you're right it's like really weird to have like something shoved in that lip part and And sometimes they talk and their teeth would be black because the then you'd be like ah your teeth are black (laughs) like brush your teeth (laughs) like if you're gonna do it at least bring a toothbrush with you anyway my lesson of the day don't swallow your dick Why is vomiting associated with tobacco? Though I'm pretty sure the many, many chemicals in cigarettes don't help, it's actually the nicotine itself that is the poison. Yes, I've said it and I'll say it again many more times. Nicotine is a poison. It's literally used as an insecticide, which means it's meant to kill bugs. Tobacco farmers can actually get sick from absorption of nicotine on their skin just by carrying wet tobacco plants. A lethal dose that's enough to kill half of any population of adults is only 0.5 to 1 milligrams per kilogram for adult humans, but it's even worse for kids at 0.1 milligrams per kilogram. This means that a kid can have five times a higher risk of poisoning from nicotine. Not to mention that they weigh a lot less than adults in general. One cigarette is enough to poison a kid and cause them to vomit, however death from one cigarette is highly unlikely. Nicotine at low doses acts as a stimulant of nicotinic acetylcholine receptors, which are found throughout your nervous system, but at high doses, nicotine creates an inhibitory effect on these receptors and can depress the system. But chew or dip seems to have an even greater effect. Have you ever watched the movie The Sandlot? Do you remember when they vomited on the carnival ride while chewing tobacco? This seems like a pretty universal experience associated with dip. The nicotine content in one serving of dip or chew or snuff or chewing tobacco, whatever the heck you want to call it, can deliver five times the amount found in one cigarette. And if you accidentally swallow it, things are way worse. All this to say, nicotine is a poison. Stay away, people. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So we're going to take a short break and right after we're going to come back and get into our debate about drooling. I think it's a good thing. Mitch doesn't think so. So we're going to bring the science and you can see which side you end up on. 
We just want to take this time to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast and engaging with us online. And we just want to ask you again to make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a comment and like it wherever you can, however you're listening to your podcast. That really helps with the algorithm so that other people see it. But again, we started this not that long ago. It was a project that we really wanted to do. We're having so much fun with it. We love interacting with you. We love making these podcasts. So we're just thrilled and excited to know that you're actually listening and enjoying them. So essentially, thank you. Jeweling. 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 J-U-U-L. No, what is it? What do you think jeweling is based off of? A uh, jewel. A jewel? A, the unit of energy, the amount of energy oh, it takes to make one like, gram oh. increase by one degree. Celsius, Actually? Right? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm kind of into it. Okay, I smoke jewel now. <laughs> um, it's so sciencey. No, okay, we have our debate. <clears throat> so jeweling, to clarify, is a form of vaporizer for- yes, a very popular form of vaporizing. For nicotine. Yes. And Greg- We'll be coming in with the argument that jeweling, how do you want to propose this? Is that jeweling is a good thing. Okay. And I, on the other hand, will be saying that jeweling is a bad thing. Greg, I think it makes sense that you kick this one off. Are oh, you, I will you, kick this one off. I will kick it, kick it right off. Okay. Are you ready to go? Uh, is the Pope a Catholic? Mm, yes. Okay. Well, your time, you can start right now. Debate time. Okay. So jeweling, dang it, I just started with okay. <laughs> jeweling. <laughs> is an extremely popular trend right now in order for people to get nicotine into their bodies. And reading about this, a lot of epidemiologists think if we were to go back 10 years from now, we would be thinking this is brilliant, that we have been able to make a product that people are actually using that is safer and healthier than smoking. Something like the patch, something like gum. None of these things ever caught on because they didn't actually have the same sort of like physical relationship to smoking that so many people needed. There's a social aspect. There's a cool aspect. There always is going to be that aspect. And Juul actually contributes to these while being much safer. So the reason it is much safer is because there's only five ingredients in it. Propylene glycol, Oh my gosh, I forgot. Butane, nicotine, whatever. There's two other <laughs> ingredients. Um, but these specific ingredients are, right now, they don't know. Obviously, there needs to be more research into the long-term effects, but they are much safer than cigarettes. Cigarettes, on the other hand, have hundreds of ingredients, inc- including all these really scary, unregulated, messed up things that help like make the absorption of nicotine better. They actually... It's so weird to me that the additives in smoking that they actually use to make the experience different are what causes so much of the cancer, including the fact that you're actually burning something, which means there's a combustion reaction, which is extremely bad when it comes to cancerous producing chemicals that go into your lungs. Juuling, on the other hand, there is no combustion reaction, so it is much safer. That's one thing that you cannot argue is that it is safer than smoking. And therefore, as animals, we drink coffee all the time. We need dr- like we need drugs, okay? If they're available, we use them. We know that. And sometimes just saying, oh, you have to stop doing drugs altogether doesn't work. And we know that. So juuling is this really interesting in-between moment where Ten. it's cool. People are actually excited about it. I read an anecdote of a quote where a kid says, like, smoking's literally for losers. Everyone's Three. juuling now. And that's a good thing. Okay. Nice job. I just want to point out that you did that without any notes or anything in front of you. Like, just because I wrote the the I wrote a, an upcoming video about jeweling. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I was like, for ASAP wow, I have like a laptop open. No, no, no. That's totally okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do you? I and I was like, so embarrassed. I forgot the other ingredients. That's uh, fine. But that's why like I'm, just, I'm covering for glycerol. you. Glycerol. Okay. Butane. Someone fact check this after. I don't even know if it is butane. <laughs> I'm gone. Oh, no, and it's okay. the last one is just added like just a uh, food grade flavoring. Okay, so 
I am just here to explain to you that butane is not in your e-jewel liquid. It is not in jewel vapes. Butane is lighter fluid. Butane is extremely dangerous if inhaled. Butane can literally make you have SSDS, which is sudden sniffing death syndrome. So I was not right about butane being in jewels. Okay, what I was thinking of was benzoic acid. They both had bees, okay? So I'm here to be vulnerable and let you all know science is extremely hard. So jewels, they have five ingredients. One, benzoic acid. Two, a nicotine solution. Three, glycerol, four, propylene glycol, and five, food-grade food flavoring. So these things together are, are all that is in a Juul vape. And the benzoic acid, the thing that I mixed up with butane, again, no butane in your Juuls. The benzoic acid is the interesting thing that they realized when mixed with nicotine actually mimics the rapid nicotine delivery that cigarettes have. And so that is why it is such an important chemical. So again, butane, not in Juul vapes, benzoic acid is, and there's only five ingredients. Um, okay, can I start whenever? On your mark, get set. Okay, well, first of all, what you just said made me realize that, like, why would we only argue that doing something a little less worse? Like, yeah, okay, it's a little better. But let's not forget the fact that dueling actually makes more people smoke. So, like, yeah, vapes may be used to avoid smoking in- inhalation, but bringing or like uh, smoking smoke into your lungs but uh, oh my gosh sorry nicotine is not good for you like i said before it's literally a poison it was used as an insecticide it's not a good thing to get into so why are we only fighting to just like do something a little worse like when we try to make people healthier we don't go like oh instead of having like the worst mcdonald's thing just have like it's okay as long as you're just having like a little less of. A we literally thing. do that but continue do we okay we'll get there um <laughs> Uh, so vaping was created to stop people, but it's actually causing more people to smoke. And what do you think will happen when people who are addicted to juuling don't have access to a jewel? They'll go buy cigarettes. Like if you're addicted to nicotine and you're like, oh, my jewels out of batteries. I don't have one. Whatever. I'm traveling. I'm going to go buy cigarettes. Um, it's way more convenient. Kids are smoking in classrooms because they can get away with it. You can smoke anywhere. It's very discreet. And studies have shown that young people who use e-cigarettes are significantly more likely to try conventional cigarettes later on. Uh, Juuling is considered a gateway drug that literally encourages youth to pick up smoking even though they said it was invented to stop people from smoking it's doing the opposite uh one jewel cartridge contains more than a whole pack of cigarettes 30 percent of adolescents though don't even know that it contains nicotine in it they think it's just a fun device that's like cool um jewel labs themselves have admitted it's unclear whether their products actually help at all and the national heart lung and blood institute suggests that smokers actually have less success quitting if they use e-cigarettes because they just become addicted to that five seconds there's not a lot of long-term data, but the CDC warns that they s- they still may expose you to cancer-causing agents, and for that reason, it is no better than smoking. Wow. Bam. Bam, 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 bam. Fine. I shouldn't say it's no better. It's better, but it's no, in my mind, you got to quit. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Let's get into this because I totally disagree. So one thing you said was that people don't actually like when you're trying to get people to become healthier with like eating or with anything it's like yeah no it is it's so hard to do things cold turkey there is an interesting debate to be had around changing behaviors and habits do you go cold turkey aka abruptly cutting something out of your life or do you do everything in moderation and start reducing a habit slowly but occasionally allow yourself those vices 
This debate can apply to a lot of different things, but let's investigate what the research has to say when it comes to dieting. A 2015 PLOS One study surveyed over 5,000 adult men and women and tracked their diets and waist circumference over time. They found that participants who had diverse diets, meaning they ate a little bit of everything in moderation, gained more belly fat over time. However, a study out of Tel Aviv found something different. The study had two groups of dieters, one that was restriction dieting, i.e. cold turkey, and one where there was moderation dieting, where things like dessert were still allowed. After four months, both lost the same amount of weight, but in the second four months, meaning after eight months total, the restriction group gained the weight back, while the moderate group continued to lose weight. These are opposing results, which happens in science. There is a lot of complexity at play. What will work for one person could be a disaster for the other, and vice versa. However, researchers who have chronicled dieting over decades have found that over the long term, it simply doesn't work. After you diet, so many biological changes happen in your body that it becomes practically impossible to keep the weight off. It's easy to fault willpower and perseverance, but this mostly isn't the case. So, radical idea, consider rejecting diet culture altogether and focus on fueling your body with things that make you feel good, whatever that means to you. That is maybe a struggle, but I don't think anyone says like, like, yeah, it's like, okay, if you, if it's just because you're eating a lot of calories, let's try and like step your calories down. But you don't say like, here's a really shitty thing. Have like a slight list. Yes. Thing. It's like literally why people say you should have cheat days. So mentally you can get through it. Yeah. But whatever. a cheat day is not the same as like just stepping down from doing something really awful. I guess it I is. understand. But why wouldn't that step then be like cutting down? Like there's no program to say, oh, you have a jewel now smoke it. But then every few weeks you need to smoke it less and less yeah, and that's, less that's like true. one other thing that came up was that nicotine replacement therapies have been shown to really only be effective when you're being advised by a professional that's why those other types of things are hard and that's why even like having a really healthy diet is hard but when you work with someone if you have an issue with like your health in any way working with a professional is the best way to do it and i feel like I don't know the pretense under which Juul was created. Like, I don't know a lot about their company or vapes in general, but it's a capitalist. It's a, it's a marketing strategy. They want people to smoke but more. But so, okay, so so is the cigarette industry. The cigarette industry is disgusting. When you actually learn about the history of it, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable in retrospect because you learn about all these things that they added, all these things that they put into cigarettes to make them more addictive, to make them and simultaneously I'm not more the dangerous. industry in any way. But think about our lives. Think about going back into high school. The only option for getting nicotine was cigarettes. The only option for being cool when you want to smoke is cigarettes. These literally physical things that are tobacco being burned with paper so dangerous for your lungs now there's this new product created that fills that same void of what is cool what is going to actually make these people smoke it's the and culturally that's going to happen here, you just said it it's making them smoke but so my point more, is that that's going to happen more young people are smoking because of jewel yes as opposed to people stopping smoking but or, that's my or point that's not going to happen are you trying to say that you actually think that young people are just going to stop smoking when we I'm think about it that i'm definitely saying it's a good alternative in some ways for someone who's already a smoker but what is you're wrong about is that this is turning people who are not smokers and maybe never would have been 
into smokers or into vapors. But rather. it's hard to say that because young people, as we know, that's when people start to smoke cigarettes. It's it's what for a variety of reasons it becomes a cultural thing to do across the world. If you could actually replace that with this specific thing that is healthier does not cause nearly as much cancer from an epidemiological perspective you're going to be helping the world it's like trying to ask people to not do things cold turkey but actually trying to get them to do a healthier alternative and because it's actually cool it's working just address though that you're being really presumptuous like you don't know that there's literally no studies on this why aren't we waiting to really like we there should be i think because we should be holding back until we understand like the long-term effects of this, but even we know like, that it's safer than cigarettes. So why would we hold back on something like? Because we don't know what. Table, el- but we don't know what else could come from. Like a lot of vaporizers, maybe not. These dual, ones I do don't not know. have diacetyl. Okay, but a lot do, and they didn't realize. Like we people, have to explain that. So diacetyl, people were getting like yeah. popcorn lung, which is like a, it's a similar chemical that's like used. In they pop- weren't even getting popcorn lung. People were inhaling a chemical, diacetyl, which is used for <laughs> popcorn flavoring. And it gives some people popcorn lung when they were inhaling the flavoring. Literally, people who worked at the factories of popcorn. <laughs> like, popcorn factories were the only people mm-hmm. getting popcorn lung. The point is that diacetyl, that compound in this popcorn flavoring that's bad for your lungs, was used in some vapes to flavor them. In many. Yeah, but not in high enough quantities that they ever actually would have thought it would correlate to popcorn lung. But it could in the future. We that's don't know. I mean. But diacetyl is not used it's in jewels for, for that reason. That's literally, considered. but they're not in jewels. Yeah, but jewels only like thirty percent of the market. It's a big sixty percent of the market. No, sixty percent of vapes in America sold are jewels. I have a different stat here. Well, I have a different stat. So now we're <laughs> now, Fake news. now we're getting Fake into news. I'm trying a to scroll through my notes. Interesting. Okay, I might be wrong. Um. Uh, anyway, we can, yeah, we can Oh, check anyway, we're just going to breeze past No, I can't. Inaccuracy. No, we're probably going to do a friggin' side note on it, okay? Because <laughs> neither of us have, like, I don't know what the right thing is. Mitch's statistics regarding Juul's market share came from a Wells Fargo report from late 2017, while mine, Greg's stats, was from a May 2018 report. So, yes, in this debate, mine was a bit more up-to-date, but it turns out that we were actually both wrong, as the latest report released in September 2018 has pegged Juul's market share at an incredible 72%. That means that right now in America, 72% of e-cigarettes sold or vape cigarettes sold are Juul vapes. Researchers from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention attribute this meteoric rise in the popularity of Juul's, at least in part, to the e-cigarettes appeal amongst teenagers. The report showed that over the past year, the use of e-cigarettes in high school had increased by almost 80%. Youth smoking e-cigarettes is so ubiquitous that the FDA commissioner, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, has described the phenomenon as nothing short of an epidemic. The FDA has gone so far as to raid Juul's headquarters as part of an investigation into whether or not Juul had been deliberately marketing their products to teenagers. Then, on November 15th, 2018, literally a week ago, the FDA announced sweeping restrictions on e-cigarettes and other flavored tobacco products in an attempt to curb this growing number of teenagers who are picking up this nicotine habit. Like, they do not want another generation of people addicted to the drug nicotine. So from now on in America, traditional retail outlets like convenience stores are only allowed to sell tobacco, mint and menthol e-cigarette flavors. So therefore there can be no fruit or sweet flavored varieties. You can only get those at age restricted stores or on websites that require age verification. Companies like Juul and other e-cigarette companies have also said that they support these efforts to reduce youth access. 
Juul has gone so far as to eliminate some of their social media accounts, which had been a significant engine for their marketing campaigns to teenagers, potentially. They've also pledged an initial $30 million to independent research, youth and parent education, and community engagement efforts. Um, okay. okay. What I wanted to okay, say, though, so. <laughs> is something like not only do I think more studies need to be done. Okay, fine. I agree if we think it's a better alternative, but it kind of reminds me of what I read recently about naloxone, which is to help people who are having overdose on other drugs or what drug is it for? Opiates. Opioids. Yeah. Um, fentanyl is the main yeah, reason. So fentanyl, when people were overdosing, like they, there's a drug that people can carry called naloxone that you inject into someone. You like, can get it for free. Yeah, and yeah. you help them and it saves their lives. But what has resulted from that, I'm not saying that we should stop giving naloxone, and I'm not a doctor and I don't know a lot about this, but they found that people are now willing to push themselves further with drugs because they have a safety to it. So they think, oh, like I can risk getting higher because I literally have a drug that's going to save my life here. I just think there's we're a lot that can happen. We're not talking about that, but what we are talking about is the fact that we're promoting something for the merit that it does have, but I'm not disagreeing, but you're kind of ignoring the fact that like the actual answer is to stop people from smoking and use other programs that actually discourage them. Because yes, dueling might be a step towards something good, but it could also be a step towards lifelong addiction to nicotine. Yeah, okay. Which so could be a bad thing. And like I said, do you not agree that people, if they don't have a jewel handy, then would just turn to cigarettes? There's The only studies that exist show people are more likely to smoke cigarettes if they smoke jewel. But they're going to be smoking less cigarettes than they did before. My point is that nicotine, you're right, and I'll get behind this as someone who was mugged and then barfed and didn't get into <laughs> nicotine. Nicotine is extremely addictive. It is a drug. And I think at the crux of all of this, it would be great if people weren't addicted to nicotine. It would save them money. It would save their lungs. Okay, fine. I get that. In an ideal world, of course, we would want the human population not to be addicted to, to nicotine. But we don't live in an ideal world. People are stressed. People need their vices. And nicotine happens to be a very popular... Okay. let me finish. Mm -mm. Nicotine happens mm -mm. to be a very popular one. No, no, no. no and no. one in which people <laughs> have always, for centuries, been using cigarettes, which we now know kills you. Okay? I've got a great point. Then, Just load it up here. <laughs> then <laughs> now, we come along, mm -hmm, and there's mm -hmm. this new alternative that is proven from a health scientific perspective to be healthier. It's now cool, which is, again is a really important factor because the gum and the patches weren't working. No one wanted to do that. And it's making people still get their nicotine kick. I agree. That's not necessarily a good thing. It's a very powerful, very addictive drug that hijacks your brain, but at least their lungs are being saved in the meantime. And I really do think that if we zoom out and really look at this moment in history, it is a good thing and not a bad thing. Then how about this? Why so aren't they prescription? If we actually cared about making people stop smoking, we would only give it to people who smoke. No, because people are going to find their way to get nicotine. Yeah, but that's the same argument for guns. Like, people say, what? like, oh, but if you just take away guns, like, people will just find them. No, if you limit it to the people who need it most or who, like, you do, like, limiting gun access. So you mean that, like, the government should actually step in and take away people's nicotine? And or, all or say, like, why, if they really truly cared about Juul or any vaporizer, if it was so, if they're so sanctimonious to be like, we're helping people quit smoking. The thing I'm saying is they're they not actually, saying we're helping people quit a smoking. A lot of them do. And a lot of people argue that that's what it's for. So then why is it being given to people who do not smoke? Well, it's not being given to 
people who do not smoke. Well, it's you can choice. buy it, but I mean, you can buy. But that's it from because the store. that's that's a regulation that's happened around the world that they've been that governments have decided that nicotine is a drug like caffeine that we're not going to regulate because it's actually not you know inhibiting. So that's what I disagree with. I think if people so, you think really nicotine should be actually governmentally controlled. Well, if this is causing a literal like epidemic and huge burst of people smoking, and we don't actually know the long term results yet, so you think smoking I also think should be government controlled? Well, I didn't say that, but, uh, but what, is, because what? that's a much more difficult industry to regulate because it's been around for so, so long. Is, so so much is money. vaping. No, because it's a new industry, and that's probably what's going to happen. And but, So you're saying that we should stop people from vaping and continue to allow them to smoke? No, I say the access to vaping should be like gatekeeper. Like there should be someone who – like your doctor then should say, you want to quit smoking? No. My whole argument is that more people are starting – to vaporize because they don't think it's bad for them. They don't see that there's any risk associated with it, but they may never have smoked in the first place. Sure, I totally agree. People who already smoke, this vaporizing is a great alternative, especially if you if you don't want to quit smoking. It, like switch but to vaping. people who start smoking also don't think it's bad for them. You're young. You don't have a prefrontal cortex. It gives you a bit of a high. It makes you cool. They're not thinking this is bad for me. They're thinking this is this like like fun drug like that's what happened when we started smoking weed or drinking they're all bad for you but you start to do them because there's peer pressure and there's yeah, like we, we stop access to all drugs for young people anyway we try our best and it minimizes it but now this is becoming a huge thing like it would you're supposed to be 19 to get them that's what exactly I'm but i'm just or 21 saying, in america obviously it's an issue of access because anyone like you don't probably need do you need an id to buy it maybe you do yeah you do okay well you order them online and then when they come to your house you, you need an id okay so it's like the same as like marijuana. yeah you have to be 19 now. we're okay, speaking so there are some limits in place yeah, right yeah but okay I, all i'm saying in my opinion is dueling should be used and vaporizing should be encouraged for people who already have smoking addictions or are smokers, but it's unfortunate that it's going to pick up a lot of people who never would have done it in the first place. Well, it's an interesting discussion because even when doing the research, it's 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 heated on both sides. There's scientists who are freaking out, thinking this is awful, and there's scientists who are thinking, oh my God, this is the gift that we've been waiting for in this whole tobacco industry nightmare that has been our lungs for the last like little while. And smoking is the number one preventative uh prevent is the number one killer that could be prevented in america mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people die from smoking every year so it really is a, perpe- a perspective thing i can tell you believe what you think and i believe what i think and we're both kind of not wrong that's why i think drooling is such an interesting thing that's happening right now and it is really like amazing to me to go online and see the popularity on instagram to see like the visual social media mm-hmm. feeling behind it because when we had smoking when we were younger we just had peer pressure from our friends and from advertising we never had this new form of media to influence us to do right. something which is now jeweling okay i mean i don't know that we're gonna like really agree agree yeah sometimes episode. we usually have this weird agreement moment but i'm like we don't agree on this that's interesting though and i think yeah. people are probably at home on one side or the other and so i, I am curious what people actually think yeah. and there's a lot of research on this and it's a it's a hot but there, but there's topic. not a lot of research i think in context to smoking there's not a lot of research that, that would be yeah that'd be yeah. my argument that it's it's still so young that that's why but there's only five chemicals they've know. done they have enough research on those okay they, but they don't necessarily have the long-term research on the effect of vaping on people 
So anyway, like, let us know your opinions on these things. And if there is, there might be some cool research that we've never come across. Like, I don't actually know how much research there is, but I just have read that there's, like, you know, comparatively a, not a lot. Um, but let us know your opinions. You can use the hashtag SideNotePodcast or tweet directly at us at WhaleWatchMePLZ and at Mitchell Moffitt. I'm going to go hit my jewel, babe. Yeah, like I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't even I don't even jewel. No, you do not jewel. I do but not there's jewel. mango flavor. Oh, yeah. See, there's, there's tricking people flavors. into, like, thinking it's tasty. There's menthol cigarettes. Okay, come on. Oh, my God. We can get back into this, <laughs> but we got to move on. It's capitalism. It's evil. <laughs> um, yeah, stop pretending that companies care about people's health. Uh, True. Anyway, let us know your thoughts and... Uh, we're excited to see if you have strong opinions as we do. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Bing. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.